0: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM.
1: There's nothing more frightening than when a family member disappears without sight. And that was the case for Eileen Ring and her family this week when her brother Dennis went missing in Portugal. And Eileen is on the line right now with an update. Morning to you, Eileen.
2: Morning, Gareth. How are you?
1: I'm very well. Now, uh, Tell us what's happening, because I know when I was talking to the team yesterday about this, things were a lot different, but there has been a development, hasn't there?
2: Yeah, there has been. Um, Dennis has been located. um, He was in intensive care in in a Portuguese hospital. Um, So, look, my dad and my brother are are out there. And by the time they landed yesterday, we we had kind of located him and his best friend, um, Pete, had flown from Dublin. He's a young lad who grew up in the same estate as, Den- as us growing up. And he's friends with Dennis since they're, since they're kids. And he had flown out first because he's based in Dublin now. And once I got the information yesterday from, from just a stranger on Facebook, um, I, I text Pete and he literally got was at the hospital in 10 minutes and able to say, yeah, look, it's him. Um, so, yeah, look, he, he has head injuries, Um there'll be a lot unknown but he's had surgery to to alleviate them he had a a bleed but there was there's a lot of positive signs and I suppose for us like this time yesterday it was just it was despair it was this complete unknown and I mean as you said like it's a horror it's your worst nightmare and like thinking the very very worst as time was as each hour passes really um so, while obviously no one ever wants to hear their brother's intensive in intensive care, it was I think the best we could hope for. And they yeah. said he has responded. He's responded, like when he heard his his body's voice, and and he's squeezing my dad's hand and, and my brother. So like, and um, there are really really positive signs there.
1: Well, that that is the best news. Uh, you know, I, I I think the absence of. Any information whatsoever turns everything into a nightmare. And there's only so much encouraging and, and, and sort of uplifting that you can give to each other. How, how, how did you all feel during the week? As every day went by, it must have been worse.
2: Yeah, like, I, 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 it's not something I can even explain, like, it's, as you said, like, it's these things you dream of, and, like, you obviously look, unfortunately, it's probably something you hear more and more often, and another friend of mine, Eleanor Lucy, out in Ballon and um, obviously they're having this situation with her brother in Perth as well at the moment, and I I had send, I'd been sending well wishes to her the week before, you know, and then suddenly something like this is on your own doorstep, and it's just despair and as you said look everyone means well and we know everyone means well and I think I was probably short with a couple of people a few times I'm sure my mother was probably short with people but I think we you know it was just the support the kindness people have shown us um I've just been really blown away by it I'm probably quite cynical by my by my nature and anyone who knows me will laugh at that now but I am genuinely just touched by by everybody because like Essentially, it was like the power of social media, which, again, we all give out about, is what is how we located him. Because I suppose Tuesday evening, the staff in, in the bar where he was last seen, Um, I just wanted to mention them, and Gabriella in particular, who's, who's just been an incredible support to us. They'd called to these hospitals. That's the thing. They'd called to the hospitals, but they're unwilling to give out information. And they just had called with just a picture of him. And it was on... Um, the Wednesday, then obviously yesterday morning, that we decided we, we were going to have to go on social media and kind of see can we get anything, anything spotted. And at about one o'clock yesterday, I just had a, a comment on on my status saying I, I might have found him. And can you go to your messenger and this girl, uh, Martha, um, like had just seen this post, seen like happened to come across. Somebody had obviously shared it. It had popped up in her timeline um and she got the post and like went to the hospital she went to the hospital where he was um and she said look these people are desperate and i'm not a relative but like you can see this is they're looking i is there anything i can tell them and they said look it does look like him it might be him but i can't confirm and has he any marks so Dennis had, does have sleeves, um, tattoos, but he has um, the dark mark in Harry Potter. So any Harry Potter fans will laugh that the dark mark was used for good, mm. but it's quite noticeable. So, um, and then she said, yeah, look, um, I, th- I think it it, sound, it really sounds like it's him. And she gave us the number for the intensive care. And she said, then I sent Pete, um, his friend, straight there. And subsequently, my, my wife was talking, got onto the... Got onto the intensive care unit, and they pretty much confirmed it. Because, as I said, I always think Dennis is distinctive looking because of his beard that we all give out to him about. <laughs> um, and that was it. the doctor even said that to him, and um, to my wife on the phone yesterday. She was like, "He's so distinctive looking." She kind of felt that there had to be somebody looking for him. So, mm. um, yeah, look, as I said, a good ending. Look, while there is stuff unknown, we'll just cross every bridge now as we come as as we come to it and and kind of push on from there.
1: What sort of a beard? I'm curious. Uh, because uh, it, it beards are so distinctive.
2: Oh, like it's this long, wild beard. Like it right. causes my mother great, great distress, <laughs> and she'd be cursing him over it. Like, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this is this is great news. I'm just wondering when, like, looking back over the week, when did you start getting suspicious? Was it that he wasn't responding to to your messages, or that he just wasn't on social media?
2: Yeah, he wasn't anywhere online. Um, and like that, I suppose, in itself w- isn't particularly unusual. Um, but he he hadn't been at work, and he works remotely for an American company. And I emailed them, and they were very concerned. Because like he's worked for them for six or seven years, and he's never missed one meeting, uh, Brad, his, his boss said. So they were quite concerned as well. Like He'd always leave some kind of digital footprint somewhere, and there was nothing. And his WhatsApp seemed to be down since like one eleven. My brother had spoke to him. At 11 o'clock, Sunday night, just kind of silly memes, you know, back and forth as you do. And I had been on to him earlier the evening doing the same thing. So my brother and his friend Pete were kind of the first who kind of raised the alarm. And then Michael sent me a message, my my older brother, Mick, sorry, because he'll give out for calling him Michael in public. Um, Mick sent me a message that like he was just a bit concerned and like where do we go from here so look we pushed it on and i would want to mention like just a couple of people like um mm. inspector sean McCarthy and anglesey street um went above and beyond what, what anyone anybody would do in kind of a missing person situation but like when you're in a different country it's very hard and i was speaking with um i reported him to to the guards in blarney and connor leary was a huge help out in blarney garda station as well um, and but then trying to deal with portuguese police was quite difficult so um as i said inspector Sean McCarthy kind of w- was a big help for us there as well um and his friends and stuff in, in Portugal in terms of trying to get it reported over there as well so um it's, it was kind of since tuesday morning mm. that it was kind of rolling on you know and um you said in that kind of situation every hour seems like like a year to oh, yeah, be honest
1: Absolutely time stands um, still doesn't it
2: Very much so very much so and i said you look i'm 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 quite a positive person and once we had his apartment checked and he wasn't there, I was kind of quite positive that look, he's going to be all right. And you know, maybe he's gone off to the other one or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah. kind of as time goes on, you're like, no, he wouldn't. And he'd always be in touch with one of us, you know. And even if he happened to lose a phone or something, mm. he'd, be, he'd send someone a message. A message somewhere um, would be fairly close. So he'd he'd have messaged one of us, like you know. And when no one had heard from him, it said it would. It would it was, it's incredibly out of character. Like,
1: is the, is there a big language barrier between? Where you all are here, and where he is in hospital, uh, do, do any of the hospital staff speak good English?
2: Yeah, good English. Like the doctor in the intensive care, whom my wife spoke with yesterday, had pretty much perfect English. Um, and obviously, like I suppose there'll always be barriers in terms of even like understanding. I suppose medically where we're at, but thankfully for us, another friend of his was happened to be on the way out. Um, um, Anthony, who is a doctor himself, so like he's going to be a huge help for them this weekend mm, yeah. now as well. Do you know to just kind of meander where we're at and things like that? But they are keeping him sedated, as he said. But um, look, as hopefully he'll come out of it. And look, like, he's he's good people around him, and he was responding really, really well. Um, once he was hearing the voices, he known because I suppose can you imagine like you're waking up, you don't know what's happened, and that's it. Like we don't know what happened. So that's I said something maybe we'll get clarity on over the coming days. But like he had no phone on him, no wallet. Um, so like. I don't know, he either fell and they were taken, or they were taken and he fell, you know, that kind of way. So, yeah. look, we don't know, but look, the main thing is he's okay. I suppose, while I'm on with you, Gareth, if I could just ask one thing, someone out there might be able to help. Dennis mm-hmm. is has a European health card, um, and it's obviously in his wallet, which is now gone. Um, I had tried to go on to apply for a replacement one yesterday, but I couldn't, and... We were kind of running up a, a, a lot against a lot of brick walls um, because obviously with data protection and stuff, which I understand, but if anybody out there knew anything that could just give us a little dig out where we could just get the renewal again, even the number, they're just looking for that in the hospital, do you know?
1: Have you Have you given the Department of Foreign Affairs a call?
2: Yeah, we have, yeah. So they're, they're helpful enough now as well, to be fair, so um, we're kind of crossing everything but as I said, like these yeah. data protection <laughs> drives you slightly oh lala God! Time. Yeah, but absolutely. Look, hopefully someone out there might be able to just give us a dig out and said it's just getting a number, um so hopefully we'll look and said, maybe someone listening might might know where to point us, where's the, or the right number to ring, or, or yeah. something like that, you know?
1: And maybe the Irish consulate in, in Lisbon might be worth getting in contact with. Yeah, my well,
2: brother's going to call there now yeah. again this morning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think if he has got the health card, th- there's proof of that somewhere. And, and I think it's just a case of finding it. and. Uh, just and finding yeah, the number. Yeah. 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 But
2: he's at, like, he is on a ventilator. So obviously he's not incapable mm. of doing any of these things. So like, it all yeah. has to be done for him. So, yeah. um, Yeah, look, as he said, we might get a helping hand somewhere
1: from someone with that. Eileen, it's great news that he has been located and that he's in the best place and that he's been well looked after. And I really hope his recovery continues. Uh, And there are some lovely comments coming in as well, just to say best wishes and that uh, prayers are being said. I I always think that while... You know, we can be quite skeptical about the power of prayer, but when you're put in a situation where sometimes you think nothing else works, there's nothing else I can do here except say a prayer. So, you know, I definitely think um, there'll be a lot of special prayers and it'll be in a lot of people's thoughts today because it's something that when someone goes abroad and there is a language barrier and there's that distance and you don't know what they're doing from day to day, there's that constant worry, isn't there?
2: there is and like if i said it like my main purpose coming on here this morning was just to thank people like as you said the power of prayer i i would be like i probably don't have great faith myself but i've seen like the solace it's given my mom and my aunts over the last few days and it's it's incredible and as said prayers good thoughts people sharing things on yeah. instagram facebook twitter like yourselves other cork media outlets you've all pushed it you've all really rallied behind us in a time where we really really needed help and I am never going to have words that will be able to convey how grateful I am and just how genuinely touched I am. Every single member of my family are. um, And as I said, if we can, I would like to think as a family, people would probably consider us helpful people anyway. But if we can ever do anything to help anybody, we, we will do everything in our power, too, because we genuinely have just been so moved and in what was an incredibly dark time and this real unknown, it's just little bits of hope were, that we mm. got from people and said the power of prayer, the power of good wishes, and look, obviously, I said a long road ahead, but positive signs and as I said God willing that, that he, he will make a full recovery and yeah. I'll be able to wring his neck when I see him do you know <laughs> okay.
1: well hopefully the beard will protect it <laughs> great to talk to you Eileen and it's such good news for Friday and for the week that you've been through so um, please pass on our very best wishes to um, to your mom and to the whole family there
2: I will do. Thank you so much, Gareth. I appreciate everything.
1: Thanks a lot. Take care. Have a good weekend. Eileen Ring there. Uh, As PJ mentioned during the week, her brother Dennis had gone missing in Portugal, but he's been located. He's in intensive care in uh, one of the hospitals in Lisbon. I think it's Lisbon. And um, there's a a family group heading out to him today to be with him over the weekend. But he's he's in a coma, but uh, the doctors, as I say, are keeping a very close eye on him. And I'm sure PJ will bring you up to date on that next week.
0: Corks 96FM.